What are we doing here, bud? The first thing we're doing here, uh-huh. telefriends, is wishing you, Casey. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, man. It's thank you. That is a. Uh, that's good. Father's <laughs> Day is a good thing. <laughs> supposed to do we shut it down so what we do here at Telefriends is we're taking we're playing the messages you leave at 304518 jams jams uh i've heard all these calls casey hadn't heard any of them my name's Bo. this is casey hello casey yo happy you father's day casey you know what fucking credit cards you know how the further along you get in a life of a your relationship with the bank they start sending you thicker and thicker cards like here's the ultra duty is that true versus, like the black card is like super thick and nice and the, have you those things are made out of and, metal and shit yeah but like even like or carbon my, even my dumb amazon card like sent me a oh hey that has a nice heft yeah but you know what fuck that who wants more weight in the fucking pocket give me a thinner card give me can't i have one card that has like every chip on it this is my topical what if it was just like your thumbprint oh man that's how they get you so there's a because it's Father's Day and you're a father. Yeah, I am. We got tech support question for you. Hey guys, it's uh, Molly here. Hi. I got a, a tech support question. I'm a fan. <laughs> when you swaddle a baby, do you want to go arms in or do you want to go arms out? Follow up question: How do you feel about the word swaddle? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. So what do you think, Bo? I could, you know, I'd say, I think my, I, my instinct says arms in. You're correct. I don't want to get all, you don't want to be all loosey goosey. If the What's arms the are fucking in, point you're, you're not, not fucking swaddling. Yeah. yeah. I 100% agree. <laughs> and I love the word swaddle. Yeah? Yeah. It sounds like it, what it is. Huh. Like, as you're doing, you're like swaddling, swaddling. It's so swaddling, close to waddling, maybe. though, which is a different thing. Because that's altogether. what they would do if they could walk. Huh. Okay. They'd do, they would do the swaddle waddle. <laughs> Always arms in. Get your head out of your ass, caller. <laughs> Father's Day, Casey. Father's Day. Hey, guys. It's Adam. Um, hey, Adam. So I wanted to just tell you about uh, this commercial that I'm curious what your opinion on it is. Okay. It's the Gillette commercial for Father's Day. Hmm. It's like a real tearjerker because, you know, but it's kind of creepy. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> All of these, uh, well, you go watch it actually. Okay. You know what? Thank you, Adam. You're right. Step down. Um, let's watch, let's watch a video. Yeah. So I have it, I have it pulled up. <laughs> uh, here we, here we go. Can you, can you see this? Yes. At all? Okay. of guys say that they're good to sources of information. So has technology gotten in the way of your relationship? Go to their dads. Absolutely. It's definitely been a barrier to connect with my son. Hay menos oportunidad para nosotros de hablar con ellos directamente. Technology de decir como que más en que como. Ya hay oye que como un momento muy chistino va. Yes, I can't read what he said, but he's like it's hard to be right, dad. So we are, we're <laughs> testing this incredible new technology. For right now, we've prepped a few basic questions for you to ask. 
¿Cómo me pongo una corbata? Empieza con la parte ancha de la corbata en la derecha. How do I shave? Because you have a really strong, sharp jawline. Do not press too hard because you can easily cut or nick yourself. Good luck, bud. This really knows me. Sugoi mo. All right, so now you can start asking it some deeper questions. We're just going to fucking watch this thing and then come back to record. <laughs> this sucks. It want, does not want you to listen I to this. I want it to work really bad. <laughs> it does not want God you to. Goddamn not. Hold on. Thank you, Adam. We'll be right back. It's called This Father's Day Go Ask Dad, Gillette 2017. And we're back. Okay. It didn't seem like... like now we and now we now we can hear the rest of this call, right? Yeah, I do have some initial thoughts. And basically, I'm curious what your opinion of this commercial is, uh, because I I was ridiculously creeped out by it. <laughs> and then I went into the comments uh, on YouTube to see if anybody else was, and everybody loved it. And except there was one person who was just like, "What if I don't have a dad?" And Gillette wrote back, "So don't worry, the brand was there to help." Um, <laughs> You know, everybody needs a good brand shoulder to cry on. Uh, but yeah, Angela. I'm curious what you guys think because, you know, yeah, I think I think your opinion matters on the subject. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. I, okay, I want to say that if we're talking about the same commercial, I wasn't necessarily creeped out by it. Were you? No, I was a little bit like, "Yo, Dad's got daughters, dog." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's Gillette. It's supposed to be like a... Yeah. The, it's playing off the idea that one of the things that, like, historically is a father-son thing is, like, fathers teach their sons how to shave. You know? It's like... Yeah. It's playing into that kind of thing. Okay. Which makes sense for their brand, to, for it to be fathers and sons. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it's a little coming at the, the the technology a little hard for my taste you're it's, you're saying you're more pro technology than it's a are. little it's a little dippy like <laughs> dippy yeah <laughs> what do you mean dippy it's it's panderingly sweet like yeah. it's it Tr- doesn't feel it doesn't feel genuine to me at all like it didn't like i mean it, it feels like the, the 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 interaction between the fathers and the sons seemed pretty genuine to me yeah but i don't think the problem is like my fo- <laughs> my phone is the problem that comes between fathers and sons having closer yeah r- relationships and i mean i guess like like gillette's opening a big can of worms on it the, really is on the idea of masculinity in this modern age Sure. And uh, I don't think it's prepared to answer those questions with this commercial for Father's Day, or prepared to tackle like the circumstances that have created, you know, the 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 situation that your phone is entirely more available to you than your father is. Yeah, which is not like that's just true. In the first, we half all the got shit to do. My phone's here. The first half of the commercial is like, yeah, that's what the phones are for: is to answer questions like how do I tie a tie. Yeah. And the second half of the commercial is like. Who the fuck's asking a phone about personal advice? Like, that's not how it's ever worked. The phone's not getting in the way there. You know? Do you remember, like, in fucking, like, 2002, you could call Google? No. Yeah, you could fucking call them, and they would just Google shit for you. <laughs> fucking money, man. It was great. Uh, since then, I, I don't know. I Fuck, we're, we're no bummers. We're no bummers podcast, but... All right. Um, so... Adam's right. That's a fucked up commercial. Yeah. Yeah. And it's untrustworthy of humanity. Yeah? Yeah. I think it says bad things. I think it wants to say good things, but it says bad things. Huh. It's like the 
So it's like the prequel to to Wally. Yeah. They don't make me want to buy a razor. I see that's the thing is like I'm just like not Gillette's market. Like I'm a dude with a beard yeah. because I decided that I, I I just like I don't want another ra- razor to touch my face ever again. Okay. Like, um you're you're cleanly shaven. You got a fucking Father's Day mm-hmm. fucking I got a father shave. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in and said, can I have the father? Get, make me father. When I went in to get my hair cut, it was a uh, pretty hip place. Yeah. Some young people being young people. Yeah. And I come in and I sit down and it's like this little area. It's the lady cutting my hair and two other chairs near each other. Okay. And they're all talking and bullshitting about like partying and like talking about tequila. And Whoa. All this stuff. And like, I was like, oh God, this is going to be a long haircut. But by the end of it, they were all just asking questions about my daughter. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> One guy's like, yeah, man, I've always wanted to have kids, but it's always seemed really scary. You make it seem a whole lot more possible. (laughs) Yeah, man, get out there and get it done. There's no good time to do it. Might as well do it. So uh, right before we started recording, usually I've heard all these calls. That Okay, this is episode 37. So for, say, 30 of them, you heard all the calls. I didn't hear any of the calls. Yeah. And then then you were gone for a while. Now I've heard all the calls. You haven't heard any of the calls. Mm -hmm. But in this case, because we got this call right before... Ooh, fresh call. Yeah, Hot. so neither of us have heard Hot this call. Show. Hey, dudes, it's Brendan. Brendan? Um, I, I actually have a recommendation for Bo today. Oh, shit. I was riding around with him the other day and noticed that he seemed to be having trouble with his seatbelt. That's true. Um, <laughs> and there's a, uh, a, a thing that I found on Real Simple. I mean, I found it. I got to be honest here. I got an, a, a news alert on my phone that said, Six or six clever items to simplify your life. Okay. Right? And they all look pretty dumb. Uh, well, I don't know. The Rotato Express electric peeler looks pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> uh, but I don't cook at home, so. Um, okay, he only cooks so on the streets. It's called the Lula Block Seat Belt Holder. L U L A B L O C. Lula Block. Lula Block Seat Belt Holder. Okay. Apparently, it holds the little. Uh, the re- the receiving end in place so that you can get in a little more easily. Huh. I don't even know if that was what Bo's problem was. I mean, it might just be like a user error. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's that. You can get it on Amazon. Um, another thing they recommend, um, and Casey, you might you might find this one useful. It's called the Edwin the Duck Interactive Baby Monitor. <laughs> you probably already have one. It's adorable. Let's see, Switchmate, um, you've brushed your teeth, washed your face, and now you're in bed, but you forgot one thing, the lights. Oh, I think this is like a modern clapper. <laughs> is he just reading a list now? I think so. Look it up. <laughs> Create a drawer. That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. I'm going to check. I'll look at the Lula block. My <clears throat> baby monitor, uh, Edwin the Duck, has a... Uh, function where you're watching in the other room you can move the camera whoa it looks like the epitome of a spike like a what they imagine these kind of cameras would look 20 years before they were made it just looks like an eyeball to stain <laughs> just moves. oh so it's not like a duck <laughs> yeah. turning its head no it's just a plastic eyeball staring yikes. at yikes yeah it's my favorite piece of baby technology that i've got in my house well do you have the edwin the duck no oh you're talking okay no my, i'm talking about my baby monitor it's probably called Baby Monitor 6000X or something. That makes sense. Robotic. That doesn't have a fun name. Baby, Baby Monitor 6000X is a pretty good name. I'm trying to think if I have a uh, light tech out for this light tech in. Oh, like a tech recommendation? Yeah. A tech recommendation? A tech rec. A, K- a K-Tex Rex recommendation? K-Tex Rex Tex.
T-Rex tech. Like I mean, a, I, I got a recommendation. Okay. Download Bouncy Hoops and get your fucking Bouncy Hoops. Bouncing, fuck Bouncy Hoops. Bouncy Hoops is good. Also, fucking Monument Valley 2 came out. i fucking in Monument Valley 2 with friends. Okay, so here's the thing. So, okay, like like I was saying, usually, usually in the grand scheme of telefriends, usually you've heard the messages and I haven't. Yes. Uh, and you have gotten really good over the course of 37 episodes so far at, at segueing between uh, one, two disparate calls. I call it creating a narrative, but sure. Yeah. So if you wanted to go from <laughs> from that, from Brendo's tech recommendation, yes, to a jam in jam out situation, how would you? Yes. Get, how would you get us there? Well, I think without knowing what the jam in uh-huh. situation is, yeah. I think I would have made a connection between the discovery of new things. Okay. Like, you know, like, <laughs> things, you know, what I'm going to give you for your seatbelt thing that was clearly user error. What? Okay. So what if we had a, this is my other idea. Okay. We were talking about ideas that I had before that you're not going to hear on okay. the show. So sorry, listeners. Uh, how can I introduce that in such a way where I don't have to fucking say that? Um, here's an idea I had. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if... What if we had a fucking, this is my dream. My dream is for Telefriends Gets Big Enough, where you and I get to have a monthly night at a roller skating rink, and we fucking just get to DJ a night and just play a bunch of roller skate jams, uh-huh. and then the fucking night is called Jam In, Jam Out. Yeah. Well, the problem with that is, is most of my jams are downbeat. Yeah. And you can fucking your jams your jams are if you, Like, if you knew you were skating, though, you yeah. could, like, put together those jams. Mm-hmm. I thought we, yeah. If anybody out there has connections with a roller skating rink, the Telefriends would like to host a monthly night called Jam and Jam Out. In the meantime, there's this. Hey there, Telefam. It's Rachel. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Alt-J with their new album, and I really want to provide you a jam in that kind of makes me feel like I'm in a sleazy 70s like drug movie. Uh, it's cool. called Hit Me Like That Snare, uh, and it's a really good song. I can't wait to hear your jam out. Bye. I like that she's calling from inside a birdcage. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I've heard this one. I like this one. It sounds like the... It starts like the middle of Welcome to the Jungle. I'm not mad. No. It's been a minute since we had a jam in. I'm really happy about this. Thanks for calling me a jam in. Yeah, this is a good one. And it's a fucking jam. Yeah. A lot of times we get jam ins and they're not actually jams. So you, you got you got a jam out? Yeah, I've got a jam out. It's probably not going to be a jam. Oh man, I want to bring it down again. Cool. This is this is where I'm at. <laughs> uh, it's going to be by a guy named Tyler Chilbers. Uh-huh. I think we're gonna let's go with White House Road. 
White House Road. Oh, yeah. It's one guy with a guitar. Oh, cool. This is like a, a a different sound for Telefriends. Yeah, man. Early in the morning when the sun does rise. Laying in the bed with bloodshot eyes. This is where you're at. In the evening yeah. When the sun sinks low. I love it. That's about the time my rooster crows. This is the guy that I went and saw at the Cactus Cafe. Man. That was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. That was the best room to see something. You could see fucking POD at the Cactus Cafe. It would be like the best show. Yeah, but it was also Not to like, take anything away from yeah. Tyler Childers. I'm just saying that yeah. that fucking venue was so goddamn good. Yeah, but it was like, you know, just him with his guitar. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, he's from like Eastern Kentucky, not too far away from where I grew up. <laughs> Lots of uh, overlapping friends in our lives. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's got an album coming out that, uh, uh, what's his name, Sturgill Simpson? Yeah. Is like producing and helping him make, which is kind of a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. Right on, Tyler Shoulders, White House Road, our vinyl yeah. sessions. That was a dope jam. Do you find yourself uh, laying up at, in bed with your bloodshot eyes? That's what I thought you were like, no, relating no, to. No, no, I don't personally relate to it anymore. Oh, but it, it feels... It makes me think of home. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain turn of phrase and feeling to a lot of it that reminds me of a lot of people I know. That's weird when that happens, man. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> what are you doing there? I done fucked up the order of shit. Sorry. Because <laughs> you'll... you'll you, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, welcome to another episode of Name That Film. Name That Film. I'm your host, Marnie Fardswallow, and as always, <laughs> you, if Marnie. our contestants are unable to make up a name for the film I describe, I will be liquefied. Let's begin. <laughs> New to her family's ranch, a young city girl struggles to adapt to country life, but a cute cowboy helps when he teaches her how to barrel race. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Contestants at the ready. Ooh, let's <laughs> name that film. All right. It's got to be a barrel joke. Got to be a barrel joke. Barrel racing. Is that where you're, where you're trying to stay on top of a barrel longer than your opponent? Or is that like I get in a barrel and we float down a river and I do it faster? Than That's you? a good question. I think, I think are you barrel racing log rolling? Yeah, but like there's a barrel version. Okay. Um, let's go with that. Uh... So, uh, girl learns barrel racing. What about button up the bunghole? Ooh, I don't know if you want to put a bunghole in the title of the movie, friend. That's a marketing choice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a niche market. Uh, head above water. Uh, Ranch dressing. Uh, the cowboy way. Nope, that's been taken. Uh, barrel. Barreling down the mountain. Bears barely know it. Burr. Okay, let's figure out the movie first. I'm, I can't do these stuff. There's a 30 second limit. Well, that, that's a that we've not once held to this 30 second limit. Last time on episode 36, there was a song, a 30 second song, <laughs> and it ended with a buzzer. I don't know if you didn't hear episode 36, but uh, I, I don't listen to this show. So there's a, the stories is barely legal. <laughs> Button up the bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eagle, colon, <laughs> button up your buttonhole, bunghole, watertight. <laughs> I think he got it. Okay. Well, good, because that's a load off my back. Uh, no. Load off my chest? Shoulders. It's Mine. a relief. Whew. So, okay, if you wanted to go from fucking, name that film. <laughs> uh-huh. To science okay like let's play a science corner call and you tell me because i think i fucked up last week and i played a call that uh that the scientist did not want me to call willing uh-huh. to play uh-huh. because it was like a rough draft call my mm-hmm. bad so this could be either the continuation of the, the same call it could be either like the, the 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 final draft of that same call or it could be the continuation of the, of the okay. same topic i can't tell because i'm bad at science hey tell friends it's science corner so uh so last week i talked a bit about non-ionizing radiation which can kill you in very blatant and so this is the this is the same call again this is the redo of the one that we played last time that at the end he was like oh, i'm gonna figure out how long this the is the ending of that fucking thing was like my favorite thing <laughs> that ever happened <laughs> yeah, this is the same call that's how we started the last should one. we keep going with Fuck this it, why not an obvious way is like a hot dog because it's like every episode that we do is essentially the same thing over and over. It's just we're trying to do it right for fucking once. We might as well let somebody else have a shot at that scene. Like eating a hot dog up in the microwave. And this week I'm going to talk about uh, ionizing radiation. Which I and I. You know there's a movie DNA where... Uh, and can kill you without you even knowing. Everyone on the so, movie set ended up dying from radiation. Yeah, that movie was called The Conqueror, starring John uh, is mm-hmm. the concept of the dope. I think he's in yellow face now, the whole time. They didn't get... They when didn't conquer science. The, the movie's actually about cancer. We're actually really, really? No, weirdly. Fuck, that's a, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's really a bummer turn. You took a Yeah, my bad. Because we're exposed to ionizing radiation all the time from the sun. Uh, and so when we receive a large dose of ionizing radiation from the sun, we get a sunburn from the ultraviolet light. And so you can increase your dose two ways. You can either outside longer and give yourself an even worse lobstery sunburn or it. you can focus the energy of the sun like with canning mirrors or something and uh and give yourself sunburn in an even shorter period of time now ultraviolet light can only penetrate a few millimeters into your skin mm-hmm. which is why we're not Gamer really used to do even more from the from the Duh. Well, which is why we're not you know used a lot to about this poisoning mm-hmm. from ultraviolet light but when we talk about radiation from radioactive sources, when I'm out in the yard, under the hood of my body. muscle car, so having a drinking a bush beer, having, having a brew, through your entire I got, body. It, I got it out of the uh, fridge. In the garage. I got a couple of cold ones. I got it out of the fridge in the garage. Garage fridge. Very not safe for work. This is, I told you about. Um, this is where my mind goes. Radiation, because it's just uh, but anyways, what my hands do is automatic. So a, so a, I am uh, the engine. <laughs> a good example of this is actually Marie Curie. Marie Curie was a Heard of uh, a very notable early female scientist. She discovered radium and polonium, or polonium, and uh, and she spent her entire life, uh, or her entire professional career, involving uh, doing all sorts of fancy chemistry to uranium minerals to extract polonium, uranium, and other things. And over her life, the dose, the long-term dose of radiation that she received, was enough to make her. Her bones radioactive, and she ended up dying from uh, anemia, which is caused by damage to her bone marrow. So you can imagine mm-hmm. the radiation penetrating all the way in to her to her bones and giving her sunburn in her bones, effectively. Whoa! It's pretty crazy. 
That is pretty crazy. So, uh, so yeah, that's the stuff. Thanks, Science Corner. <laughs> Science Corner, leaving you on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She discovered all these things and died from it. But it's like she gave the world superpowers. We wouldn't have the Incredible Hulk. Right. If it weren't for Marie Curie, we'd never have the, credi- the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk. She Dave really Bruce she makes the Banner. she makes him a credible Hulk. Tell me tell me if you can tell me what's going on with this call. Cornmeal, vegetable oil, sunflower, safflower, corn, cottonseed, canola, and or rice, sugar, dextrose, salt, onion powder, spice, Sounds molasses good. powder, tomato powder, monosodium glutamate, fructose, yeast, corn, maltodextrin, spice and coloring, paprika, garlic powder, paprika flavor. Paprika? Caramel color, yeast extract, glutamic acid, produced in a facility that uses milk and soy, Old Vienna of St. Louis. What? What is? What is that? Is that Worcestershire sauce? I don't know. I would never know. What was that? Doritos? What are we making here? Sounds good. Old Vienna. Vienna sausages. <laughs> Wrap snacks. What are, you, are you making rap snacks, Don? What are you making? You can't homemade. You can't homemade rap snacks. Nobody right? has dextrose just laying around, right? Like, no, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I've got all kinds of dextrose. Stop. Get me, hit me after. You're ambidextrous. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but perhaps. Uh, fuck. Hey there, Calisam. Uh, it's Rachel. Hi. Uh, so Welcome I back, something Rachel. Something else delicious for dinner this week, and I wanted to humble brag about it. I guess. Um, it's just so bragging. I know this is just bragging. Casey says he doesn't cook, which, you know, whatever, but um, That's humble they made bragging. it really easy, and I made spring rolls for myself, or summer rolls, I guess, depending on what you call it, and it's very easy. It's just like making a burrito, but the tortilla is wet rice paper, hmm. and all the fillings are like Asian ingredients, so if you get a rotisserie chicken from the store... Oh, who doesn't like cook now? Lettuce and basil and mint, <laughs> or maybe cilantro and bean sprouts and rice noodles and like really whatever you want to put into it. You could put tofu. You could put like slices of hard-boiled egg. You could put so many things. And then you other things that I bought at the store. After you hydrate the rice paper, hydrate up a little peanut sauce, and you're done. Can I put um, a bean burrito in there? It actually is one of my favorite things to make in the summer because it <laughs> requires no heat unless I'm cooking the chicken in my house, in which case I have to turn the oven on. Right. So uh, what is your favorite, Ooh, cook it on like, the bat, Texas sun. Uh, quote-unquote exotic thing to make? There's probably a better terminology for it, but like... What is the food you make that makes you feel like a white lady uh, mom food blogger? <laughs> Bye. The f- <laughs> it makes me feel like a white lady food blogger. <laughs> um, it's like goop but dope. Yeah. So when I like, I'm from the East Coast. You're from the East Coast. Philly, born and raised. <laughs> I mean, you're from like West Virginia. Is like that state is not on the coast. It is, does not touch the water. Huh. It's from the eastern part of the country. That's right. You know, so the west is right in the name there. There's a there's something called the Mason Dixon line. Uh huh. Which was the designation essentially of north and south. Right. West Virginia is w- one of its borders is made of the the Mason Dixon line. Okay. So it's partially below and partially above. So it's below the Mason Dixon line, but it was a northern state in the Civil War. Weird. But 
It's also kind of Midwesty, right? Like, like right there with Ohio, like central. We're getting far away from the question I wanted to ask you. I love geography. <laughs> well, so growing up, when I remember, like you would go to like uh, like a Chinese food place and you would get an egg roll, and it was like nope. this like deep fried egg roll. Mm-hmm. You didn't have Chinese food where you? No. Nope. Really? Uh, of course we did. We're not fucking hillbillies. Are you not? Well, I mean, yeah, but we got <laughs> Chinese food. Come on. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the big fat deep fried yeah. egg roll with like pork and shit. The big fat pork roll. Yeah. And then I came out here and it's like you get an egg roll and those are spring rolls. Yeah. Or they would be, they what they give you was what in, on the East Coast they would call spring rolls. Yes. But then I got really into uh, specifically this one Vietnamese sandwich shop in, in Austin. But then, so like I went to like to that place and I, I want to say I either ordered the egg roll or the spring roll, but it came in like a uh, like a almost like a plasticky looking sort of cellulose mm-hmm. sort of a wrap. Mm-hmm. That's the shit I can't eat. Yeah, because it care for feels that. like I'm eating a condom. Yeah, it's not good stuff. Full of vegetables. You're not supposed to eat that. Are you supposed to open it and mm-hmm. fucking just or... dump it in the water? <laughs> Scoop, <laughs> scoop it up. Why wouldn't they just give me the shit without the weird wrapper? That's how they could contain it. That's one serving. Is there anything that you make that makes you, you feel dip like in a... the water and that shit dissolves? Yeah, and then you're just left with the fillings. And, and feelings feelings and the feelings well you're supposed to reflect upon yourself when while it's dissolving traditionally you put it in the water <laughs> and it's while it's dissolving you start thinking you start turning inward because your food's preparing itself if food makes itself so you have time to have a meditative yeah. moment so you need to make yourself think about your your regrets right? and your ambitions mm-hmm. where um, you came from where you're going where have you been cotton eye joe where are you headed <laughs> cotton eye joe as a Zen Cohen, <laughs> the fucking best. Um, is there anything that you make that makes you feel like a white lady food blogger? I don't make shit. I went through a period as, as established. Right. I went through a period where I did a lot of baking, or I could still like throw down on baking. I don't do it as much. Lately. Yeah. You uh, you always got like a baking job. Yeah. I, I was I was I was really like, should I make this my life? Mm-hmm. Baking because I like that bakers have this like monk like devotion to a to a to a to a um. You, to an ideal to a platonic ideal of yeah. like a loaf of bread or whatever yeah, and you and can, like, where you can make a thing and you're like this is good but i, I could do better yeah there's a lot of just like, like that part of it tiny minute yeah. adjustment things where i'm just sort of constantly walking. where an outsider might not even notice the difference but you're yeah. like yeah you know what i say i've always said this it's my, one of my biggest things you should do the work that you love you should take the thing you love and do that as your job that's the opposite of what you say <laughs> you know who you know who says that, though? Huh. Taku. Uh, the same Taku who lets us use this theme song? Yeah, it's from the album Do What You Love. Supposed to do? Yeah. Huh. Just saying. Thanks, man. That's right in there. Thanks, Taku. I don't know that we're on the same page today, Case Dodd. No? I'm, I'm, well, having, a, I'm having a weird weekend. You are? Yeah. I feel off. Yeah? Yeah, like recalibrating. But you just got a haircut, and that can be like a real... It, uh, it, it, it fucks up your shit. It's an energy release yeah. for real. I don't, I don't know who the man in the mirror is. I know I know what MJ was talking about. <laughs> if 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 I were to jump on a children's toy and break that thing, trampoline. The password is Blaine. David Blaine. We weren't even close, Bo. The password is trampoline. Boosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, Casey. Trampoline. This. Champs. Taku. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're on fucking Facebook. Um. 
Twitter. You've been listening to episode 37 of Telefriends, America's favorite Colin Comedy podcast. No. analysis. You've been listening to episode 37 of Telefriends, the world's greatest Colin Comedy podcast. America's favorite? World's greatest? What are we? What are we doing here? Locally semi-popular. Fledgling uh, little podcast that could. Taking swings. Every time. Um, uh, we, we, I th- do you have a do you have a platonic ideal of the perfect Telefriends episode that we're like constantly and as you know i have no idea like when we're done it's like what happened (laughs) like i've already started to forget what we talked about this episode there's a lot of it that happens after the fact too i'm trying to make it more like more shit going on in post or something yeah i don't know spice it up the post life yeah washington post the washington post because you play post podcasting dies you post up i do i'm post punk post means a lot of things yeah I want to say thank you for listening to this episode 37 of Telefriends and to encourage you to come back for episode 38 of Telefriends, which will be next week. Marky Post? Yeah, Marky Mark. Post Marky Mark, Marky Mark became Marcus Post. Marcus Wahlberg. Do you, there was a minute where he was trying to change his name to Kid Millions. Do you remember that? No. Oh, yeah. There was a thing. Kid Millions? He was calling himself Kid Millions for a minute. Ugh. It was a bummer. Hey, every person in hip hop ever, don't call yourself Kid anything. <laughs> Don't infantil- oh, infantil- no, you infantilize yourself. Kid Cuddy did okay. Yeah, but I bet back looking back now, he'd rather just be called Cuddy. You think? Yeah. Kid Cuddy? I want to encourage you to come back for episode 38 next week. I'll be here. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. I want to say Casey. Yo. Happy Father's Day, my G. Thanks, man. Um, what can we... Segway. Prepare yourselves for a world <laughs> of fantasy and adventure. Welcome to TFD&D. I love TFD&D. you are Stonan, surprisingly Ooh, eloquent yeah. Robarian poet. Casey, you are Blazit, fifth of twenty, part baritone butterfly, part clairvoyant hedge wizard. Accompanying you is your cunning cutthroat companion, Chongo Many Rips, who has been out of sight for a suspiciously long time. <laughs> Deep within the fabled halls of Hijink, You've come across a chamber dedicated to a dormant deity of ducats, an avatar of abacuses. Drawing upon forbidden energies, Blazit recites a series of unspeakable syllables of power and weaves together a spell of light, tethering it to the ancient greatsword strapped to Stonan's back. This sword, the Stone End Slayer, so carried by and used to slay generation after generation <laughs> of Robarian ancestry, begins to glow a brilliant green, illuminating the dark recesses of this forgotten god tomb. Stone Ann emits a chill-ass cry and leaps with all the abandon <laughs> of an elderly bimonocled duck into the large <laughs> pool of gold coins that sprawls across the chamber floor. As Stone Ann hits the glimmering surface, however, he sinks below, for this thin veneer of riches hides a vast reservoir of foul water. God damn it. Chongo emerges from the shadows to inspect the pile of wealth. Eh, these ain't real, he proclaims, carefully appraising a coin. Too light. He then tosses it into the water, only to see it float serenely on the surface. Meanwhile, back in the murky depths, the verdant glow of Stone Slayer begins to reveal a crowd of unliving faces. As one, they contort and speak. 
We are the accountants of times long past. Here, in our well far ago, we shall tally your sins. Shit. What do you do? What do I do? Shit. What do you do? So you're in the pool. Yeah. <clears throat> taking a swim. I'm in the pool, taking a swim. I see uh, a bunch of accountants? Undead accountants? <laughs> I, uh, it sounded like the... Uh, Is this the plot of the movie, The Accountant? The, I never saw The Accountant. Did you exactly see The Accountant? What Is this what happens? Yep. Benjamin of Affleck. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's like in the shadows around the edge of this thing mm-hmm. are a bunch of faces talking in unison about counting our... Uh, they're not below the water. No. They're, okay. Uh, well, that changes I, everything. I think. It's a little unclear. Okay. Um, what are you doing right now? Well, my first... The first... The key, the key to any good adventuring. Mm-hmm. And Blazit knows this more than anybody. Let, have him tell you about Blazit 2 of 20. What happened <laughs> to him? Okay? Okay. If you want to hear that story. I'm listening. But he knows the key is sticking together. Sure. Never split the party. Sure. He proved that he did the exact opposite a couple weeks ago when he, he did. cartwheeled into a room without everybody. Sure. But he's going to get you out of the water. He's got to get you because you're no good in the water. Am I not? No. Okay. So I'm going to cast, uh, it's called Get High. <laughs> okay. That it, uh, it, it, it gives you wings. Sick. Um, do I? Yeah. Okay. So in my head, I feel like I just had a Red Bull. Yeah. Um, well, that's how it works. Is like I cast the spell, and I, I uh, in, in my hand materializes a can of uh, taurine laced soda. That no, I drink. A, a ghostly red bull appears beside me oh, hello. and charges into you, like to, to energize my. Okay, yes. so I fly out. I fly out of the water. I think you got to fly out of the water. I fly out of the water and into a rage. Get high! <laughs> I'm so high right now. And then I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I sheath. No, do I sheathe? I don't. I keep Stone Ant Slayer lighting shit up in uh-huh. one hand. In my other hand, I remove a. Uh, it's like a. Uh, it's like a, 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 a. What do you call the weapon where it's like a ball wrapped? It's like a metal ball wrapped in rope that I'm swinging around. A sling. Is that a sling? A sling with a metal ball in it. Are you going to launch this ball at some? No, it's a ball stays attached all the time. Oh, so it's like a stick with a chain with a ball in the end. Yeah. A ball and chain. A flail. <laughs> Okay, uh, this, this, uh, this, I, I'm like, fuck your fucking, yeah, I'm dual wielding and I'm like, fuck your fucking tally of my sins. Uh, allow me to introduce one hitter and then I fucking hit one of the mini faces. One of the accountants, yeah, with in the side of the head with this ball and chain. A mace? No, a mace is a stationary stick with a ball on the end of it. Damn it. A flail. A flail. We have one in the house somewhere. Yeah. Like this. Oh yeah, that, I would call that a flail probably. Fuck. Have you seen this thing? Yeah, that's dangerous. I just wanted to do a one-hitter pun. I, I think, uh, Blazit, while you're doing that, mm-hmm. I assume that uh, Chongo is probably watching you strike the wall. Do I strike a wall? I strike a guy. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're coming out of the wall. Oh, right. Okay. Faces. Sure. That's how I imagined it. Faces. So I, I'm not convinced that this pool's not got something going on in it. Mm-hmm. So while I, I gesture towards the wall... Like, get him, Stonehand. I mean, get him, Stonehand. I think this is my voice. Uh, with the back of my staff, I'm accidentally going to trip Chongo so he falls in the pool. So maybe he can go <laughs> figure it out. It seems dangerous. I don't want to risk you in there. But Chongo's proven 
less than helpful. So, yeah, the ball's back in your court, game master. Mm-hmm. We've tripped a we've tripped Chongo. We've attacked an accountant. And, yeah, and Blazitz, he's not worried about it. He's free of sin. He's only existed for minutes, ten minutes, if that. Yeah. How long? What do you? How long do you think I get to fucking stay with this Red Bull? Uh, I think duration one hour. Well, here's the thing: is that <laughs> I can't turn it off. <laughs> you have to make a save. Okay. You have to make a saving throw every so often because when it goes out, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to have kind of a headache, and like you're going to be like, "Man, I wish I would eat food before I had before yeah. this happened." Fuck. You're going to feel a little like, well, <laughs> and you're going to convince yourself like, "Oh, I'm never going to do that again." But you're probably going to do that. Probably going to do it next weekend. Yeah. Three oh four five one eight jams. Someday when I clean up my mind, I'll find out which is which. Ooh.